Welcome to Dental Hygiene Development. We invite you to listen along as we discuss everything dental hygiene from personal and professional development. My name's Autumn. And I'm Paige. And we're just two best friends discussing what we love to do. Grab your favorite Diet Coke, Diet Dr. Pepper, maybe a glass of wine, and join us as we discuss anything dental hygiene. Hey guys, welcome back to Dental Hygiene Development. We're so glad you're back with us on June. Yes. Wow. It's summertime already. Oh my gosh, yes. The weather is telling us because it's getting hot. Yeah, I know. I, I can't tell it. I need to be out more. Like, oh my laying gosh. in the sun. Me too. I think I'm the palest human on the planet. I know. It's a good thing for uh, self-tanner. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I hope you guys have been listening in the past yep. couple of months, and we're so glad you're back with us today. Um, I think today we're going to talk about something that's really like near and dear to mine and Paige both. Oh, yeah. um, I think the older you get as a hygienist or just in life, you start to realize these things are like super important. Absolutely. And I mean, we're not even that old, but we're old enough. <laughs> Some days wear... I feel really old. Yeah, me too. So it's like <laughs> this stuff is like you are speaking my language. Right. So, so today we're going to talk about self-care and mental health care basically yes. for yourself. Um, because we can't take care of our patients or do anything that we're actually there for to be doing um, day in and day out if we're not taking care of ourselves first. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like when you go on the airplane and they're like, you must inflate your yeah. mask first, first before you help the other person. That's kind of like what we're talking about here today. Yeah, and I mean, same thing, like you can't pour from an empty cup. Like if you have nothing to give, like you're not doing any good for anybody, so. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, we really want to make sure that, yes, every day we're living to take care of our patients, but yeah. we take care of a number one, you yeah. know, ourselves. Yeah, and I do feel like that's easy to get lost because the busyness of our days, like, it's, you know, you hear a lot of hygienists talk about, like, I didn't have time to eat, or I didn't have time to even pee, or like, you know, exactly. like, just general things that you should have in your day, yeah. and so taking it a step further to go into extra, extra self-care. Yeah is kind of difficult so yeah exactly like I was just thinking when you said that I for a while we had a nutritionist and she was like I don't like that you go from breakfast before you leave your house until like one or two o'clock for lunch and then you don't have anything to eat again until May and that's if you get a lunch yep. right like if something doesn't happen right. that if keeps you, you <laughs> that keeps you from doing it yeah. Or then you go again and you may not have lunch from like w nothing from one to five or one to six or seven whenever you finally make it home. She was like, like, even if you just take something with you, like keep your, like keep fuel in you, make sure you have water. I was bad about that water too. Like, oh, I'm so bad about water. Like, I take well, it with me. The more water you drink, the more bathroom breaks you need. You, you, know, you don't feel like you ain't got time for that. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> But, I mean, I feel like it is super important because we're running around most of the time. We're not getting in, like, just the hydration and nutrition we have. So, after she said that, it really started making me think. So, I would, I brought my big water jug that, like, yeah. tried to keep up with it. Now, I'm not saying that I was perfect because I wasn't. And all the uh, assistants would laugh because we'd get to lunch <laughs> and they'd know, like, if I had a busy day. Because I had a busy day, I probably had not, like, drinking, like, even a little bit yeah. of that water. But if I had more, like, time in between patients, then I had, like, been able to keep up with my time. So yeah. I'd have to make up for it at lunch. Yeah. But absolutely. it's hard, but you still have to want to try to do that. Like, yeah. if you got to pee, go pee. Right. Like, patients are just going to have to. It's not yeah. going to take us that long. What right. does it take? It's like, like two minutes minute or two. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Like, just do it. Yeah. Get yourself some water. If you need to have, like, a protein shake or, like, a quick snack, take yeah. five minutes. And uh -huh. at that time, you can get some water. 
eat a snack, and go to the bathroom. Absolutely. And that five minutes will be well worth your in the middle of the afternoon or in that, you know, wherever. I would say, too, like, sometimes when you're waiting on your doctor, like, True you story. know they're going to be a minute. And, like, you could just be like, hey, like, you know, it's going to be a minute. But, like, yeah, it's going to be a minute. A lot of times they'll tell you, run in there and go eat your snack and go take a bathroom break. You know, obviously you don't mm-hmm. leave your patient for 30 minutes. But, you know, if you step away and just say, hey, I've got to go, um, you know, Check something real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, heck, you could tell your patient, like, yeah. give me just a second. I need, I'm going to, I'll be right back. You don't even have to tell me you're going to the bathroom, but I just need yeah. to get a quick drink of water. Like, yeah. they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, honey, go get you something to drink, you know? Yeah. Like, just yeah. take care of yourself is the moral yeah. of the story. Well, you know? it helps, too, with, like, how you're performing throughout the day. Like, because mm-hmm. when you don't eat and drink, like, you get kind of lethargic or your mental clarity is not as good. So, it can lead to mistakes. So, you know. You get hangry and That's then your right. patients feel it no, or your right. your rest of your staff feels <laughs> it because they're like, ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> that girl needs a Snickers. That's right. <laughs> and if for some reason you feel like it just does not fit in your day, then it's time to have the conversation with your doctor about either scheduling you a break in there or giving you a little extra time with your patients because exactly. that means you are overwork. Yeah. I would say when you're doing that, I mean, in general, we should all have schedule preferences that's yeah. going to make your day and your mental clarity. Like, I like doing things in a certain way. Some people don't like having their SRPs, like, you know, very end of the day because they already feel tired. Yeah. Um, some people don't want them first thing in the morning because they're not morning people, you know, like really, se- <laughs> right, <me too>. really <laughs> setting like schedule preferences so yeah. you run in your best in your best work all day. Yeah. And if you explain it to your doctor, like I just say, in, with anything, if you explain the why behind it, they're yeah. more likely to jump on board. So if you just tell your doctor or your office manager, whoever is in charge of like scheduling, being like, I really want to make sure my pa- my patients are getting the best care they can, that I'm running on time, I'm doing all these things. I need this long for an appointment. You know, I need at least an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes if it's an exam appointment. You know, just saying I need this time so I don't get stressed out or burned out so the patients are well taken care of so I can have time to clean my room and go to the bathroom. Right. You know, like, I mean, okay, let's bring this up too. Like, technically, when you're disinfecting your room, you most sterilizers have that two-minute working time and you're supposed to be running through that cycle twice. So, you know, maybe spray all your stuff down, go get your drink of water, eat your string cheese, come back, do your second wipe, and then go yeah. get your patient, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good, I mean, that's a good point. So we, there is little, like, yeah. things here and there, but I think when you come out of hygiene school especially, you're new. Yeah. You haven't been doing it the way you have. And so you, and you may not feel confident enough to speak up. Yeah. Um, and some, it, depending on your temperament or the, you know, your Enneagram type that we talked about in the past, like, you may not feel comfortable having those conversations, yeah. but you really shouldn't feel bad about asking for something that's going to be good for your mental and physical health in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that impacts the whole team, like you said. You know, if you're hangry, exactly. it's like mom ain't happy, nobody happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, so <laughs> schedule your schedule your day, and if you have to, like if you know that you're going to have an extra busy day, like we all have those, and yeah. you know they're going to be that way, like, our office always has a morning huddle, so I feel like those are really important, too, like a morning meeting so everybody can get on board with what's going on. And you can say, okay, I know I'm going to be really busy here and here and here. 
and you can ask the assistant or so the doctor, like, I might need you to help me wipe down this room so I can, you know, just take a quick breather or like whatever it is. And we should mm-hmm. help the other people in the office too. Like, absolutely. The assistants are running ragged. Everybody is. Like, we yeah. all, so we all just need to give each other grace and we all need to give each other help and just work as a team mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that everybody is in a good, you know, healthy place mm-hmm. at the end of the day and they're not overworked yeah. every single day. Cause that's how you, lo- that's how one, you lose people that you're working with. Yep. But it's also how you get burnout really quickly and don't want to continue to do your job Mm -hmm. long term yeah and it's like team dynamics like you can see the negative effects of that Mm -hmm. um when everybody feels that way so yeah super important yeah absolutely um another thing that i'm terrible at but i really could be better at is ergonomics same i'm really bad Especially if I'm just, like, in a room, like, to periochart a patient. Like, I always see that standing up. Like, I only sit down most of the time as if I'm, like, actually, like, doing a cleaning. Like, right. I have to sit down. But if I was just going in the room to, like, talk to somebody or periochart or do something, I always do it standing up. Yeah. And sometimes I will, especially, I'm better at when I'm actually doing the profi or the scaling or whatever to make them move their head towards me. Yeah. But if I'm only in there for a short period of time and I'm periocharting, I'll be bent over sideways, upside down, just trying to get it, just so I can do it as fast as I can, you know, like, yes. not, okay, because sometimes if you tell a patient, can you move your head towards me, huh? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> they never hear you, and then, we should probably get into this in the next one, yeah. one of the next ones we're going to do, but then they move, like, like literally one millimeter, and you're like, oh, that was really helpful. Or they like, go like, all the way over this way to this side of the chair, yes, they and move they do, the chair, and then they look, and, and you're there. like, no, I meant just, can yeah. just, just, I say, you're about to fall off the headrest, can you come back to me? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly, they, like, bring you all the way over here, like, somehow, like, this is, yeah. I don't know, whatever, so that funny. is, you're right, we can talk about that later, uh-huh, but, yeah. like, <laughs> but at the same time, like, we need to ask our patients yes. to do things. I feel like when I was fresh out of school, I knew all of those things, but I was, like, uh, intimidated to ask, I felt like it was inconveniencing the patient. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, why did I ever think that? Like, mm-hmm. this is so helpful. And it's really beneficial for them, too, because you can see better and you can reach those areas a lot more efficiently. Yeah. <laughs> and you're way less likely to, like, hurt them. Stab them in the gums or yeah, something, exactly. you know, because you can actually see. But, yeah, I'm bad about that, too, because I feel like, I don't know, I always feel like my mirror is just not good enough. <laughs> yeah. And it drives anyway. me crazy. So a lot of the times I catch myself hanging upside down, like, I just forget about my I'm like mm-hmm. use my mirror to retract or something but like if I want to really see the lingual of something I'm mm-hmm. just like okay eh. we're good there <laughs> yeah but and I will say I think I would have there's some schools that do and some schools that don't I wish that just like it's mandatory for you to buy all your safety equipment and stuff in school I really do wish they actually made it like mandatory that you had to get loops because our yeah. program they didn't and at no. the end we didn't get it till the end and then you learned about it but if we all learn, and but some of the people that I've seen come out of school now, like they have to get them, so they yeah. all got them, and they get some discount, and then you come out of school, and you're already like using those things to help you long term. Yeah. Whereas like I wasn't used to it, and then I eventually started using it all the time because as you get older, you feel it more. But like when mm-hmm. I was young, I would wear my loops even if they were had them, and I would yeah. just be doing the things that I did before. And those those are made to literally help your back, your sight, uh-huh. your eyes, like all those things. And we're not using, we're not utilizing them. So uh-huh. if you don't have some, get some. Yeah. 
They yeah. really are awesome. There's a little bit of an adjustment period, like figuring out, like, you know, not poking the outside of their faces. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, learn, yeah. like, okay, look, get your instruments in, and then work. But, I mean, once you get used to it, it's, like, hard to go back. And especially, like I was saying, like, the mirror and the lighting, mm-hmm. a lot of the time that causes bad ergonomics because, let's face it, the overhead lights are just not they're great not, a lot no, of they're the time. not that great. But that LED light on your loops, I'm, like, cannot encourage you enough to get mm-hmm. one because that's my favorite part, honestly, It's just yeah. the light because it it's so much better. You know, it was weird because I didn't get a light on mine, and then I was being cheap, and I didn't want to go out and spend the money. Yep. Um, and I've, we found um, a friend of mine that I was working with. She found a loop light that literally just attaches to your loop. It's not heavy at all, and it goes to a battery pack. $30 on Amazon. Get one. <laughs> now, I will say I did, and I went through quite a few, though, so I'll give you that heads up. But it was $30, so the fact that I was right. changing it every six months that I paid like I've, if you really don't want to spend a whole lot of money at once, thirty dollars every six months is not, not bad. bad. Yeah, and it helps you a ton. So oh, absolutely. Especially if you're starting out, just go ahead and get them. Yeah, and especially if you're doing it a long time, just go ahead and bite the bullet and spend the money. Mm-hmm. Get them both together. Yeah, you know you can go to Hinman or any of the other conferences, and they normally have run deals for you. That's where I got mine. Was at the Hinman. Yeah, so yeah. just get them. Like, spend yeah. the money. It's gonna long term. We're all gonna be moving yeah. better in life. And I will say with like ergonomics, a good thing to remember is like good footwear is like oh, you don't even essential, think and you mm-hmm. don't even think about it. Honestly, you mm-hmm. don't because. We are sitting a lot of the day, but you are also getting up, running around, doing different things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you have good footwear, you're way more likely to leave your feet flat on the floor and that type of stuff mm-hmm. versus, you know, rolling your ankles and, like, moving your legs around because you're uncomfortable in your positioning. So, um, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. yeah. I have these insoles. I think we may have talked about it on one of my favorite – one of our favorite things episodes with yeah. those insoles. I mean, I literally put them – I always put them in yeah. everything that I like all of my work shoes and they come in and they come out mm-hmm. and I'm on my feet all day because yeah. long term you're right it's mm-hmm. going to make a huge difference yeah. and, and your back absolutely well to go along with that too is I think we forget about our clinical chair mm-hmm. um you know there are settings on there in school you know you're not actually supposed to be sitting like flat you know mm-hmm. like perpendicular to each other your actual behind cushion is supposed to be angled down a little bit and, um, you know, you're supposed to have the back portion to be supporting your lower back. And I think a lot of us forget to actually adjust that to our own needs. Like, mm-hmm. you literally just see a chair there and you just sit, you sit in down. It, you know, the height of it and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's appropriate ways to do it. And if you're not familiar with it, look it up. I'm sure online there's oh, yeah. plenty of ways to tell you. And you can you. take full CE courses mm-hmm. on ergonomics. Oh, yeah. But I think people forget about it. I know I do. Uh-huh. Like, especially... Since I've been temping, I never adjust my chair. And some days I'm like, God, my back hurts so bad. And then other days I'm like, it doesn't bother me at all. And I'm sure it matters. Yeah, I'm sure it does too. And like that part, are you, if you sit back on your chair, like, are you sit forward and you're like, your feet, like, if you're tall enough, like, I'm short, so I can't have a really tall chair or my feet are not going to be flat on the ground and be able to be, Mm -hmm. like, be there. So, well, I would say what happened to me was I used to have like a regular traditional clinical chair. And then I started working at an office that had, just a saddle chair was there there wasn't an option and I thought that I would not like the saddle chair and I noticed a huge difference in my lower back pain 
with the saddle chair huh. because you're actually using more of your leg muscles in the saddle chair versus putting the pressure on your back. Uh-huh. And so it took me some getting used to. I almost fell off of it like several times because there is no like. Oh yeah, back. my doctor had one, and I uh-huh. anytime I tried, I'd almost fall off. Yes, so you do have to be a little aware of not just sitting, not looking, and stuff, but. Um, they're really not that expensive. I don't think anymore. They used to be a little pricey, but you know, if you're having issues with your back, um, you know, you've been doing it a long time and you're having that trouble, like maybe look into one of those. Um, I didn't think it would make that big of a difference, and it did. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I guess maybe the other one I also sat on with my doctor. He's very tall, so I always yeah. tried to get on top of it, and I'd have to like <laughs> you're like really like. I'll hurt myself Your legs more. are, like, dangling. <laughs> yeah, it probably would help if it was the right height. Yeah, that's but true. Very true. That probably also builds, like, your core muscles. Yeah. And so if it does, then that will help your back long-term as if your core muscles are built. Something I really could use. Yeah, for I sure. could use Me some too. helping. Yeah. <laughs> I go to burn boot camp, and we had to do crunches one day the right way, like, with proper, I don't yeah. know, sitting and stuff. I, like, couldn't stay in the position I would fall down and it was so funny I had to go get the trainer I was like I legit can't hold this position and he's like that's fine just hold it and fall back and then hold it and fall back he's like eventually you'll be able to do it but I was like this is so lame how am I so out of shape I have no ab muscles and I'm sure now after pregnancy it's probably 10 times worse but I was cracking up the whole time yeah so that's probably a good way to help yeah, build it absolutely yeah get you some good and abs. then of course you know, when you do have a sore back and all these things, there's things you can do to, like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge proponent of it because when I first started hygiene, of course, my back was hurting because mm-hmm. I didn't have great ergonomics. And then I wouldn't do anything about it. Or I, I've always gone to the chiropractor because I have cheerleading, ex- like, accidents, like, hurt myself in the, when I was in the high school. So I went, you know, occasionally. But I would say in hygiene, it's important that you go quite frequently. Oh, yeah, like a regular consistent schedule at least. Yeah, because when I first started, like, I would wait until I was in so much pain. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally couldn't move in the morning, or by the end of the day, I'd just be, like, so tight. I'd just be laying Mm -hmm. on the ground, like, please don't move me either way. And that's not a good time. Like, they can't really adjust you very well when you're that tight anyways. So, like, I found... The joint is who I who I use, and it kind of worked because I didn't have to have an appointment, and it was, like, right across from my office. So yeah. find somewhere that's close by. Like, and you could go at lunch, or you can go right after work. Yeah. I mean, just get on a regular schedule. Like, mm-hmm. I was doing it weekly. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. It does. I mean, I'm the type of person, I don't normally get headaches, and I started getting headaches, and it was because of my neck. So my neck was actually pinching a nerve my spine in my neck was pitching a nerve in my neck and it actually was sending headaches so it was like a shooting headache and immediately after I would get adjusted it would go away and they would stay it was like a lingering headache and so I finally figured out that it was job related to ergonomics and I needed to be adjusted by the chiropractor so I have to not let it get to that point when I do I'm like oh I've waited too long. Now I'm going to have to go like a bunch in a, you know, yeah, a bunch in a row. Get to back like, to get baseline. Back to where you are. Yeah. yeah. So, so just go ahead and do it. Even if you aren't having back pain yet, I would yes. say like doing these things pre like proactively mm-hmm. is going to help like extend your career. So if you want to yeah. have a long career or just heck, just feel good when you're, even if you're not doing it, you don't want to be later in life, like hunched over, mm-hmm. like, playing yeah. with your grandkids or yeah. like not be able to do a lot because you weren't taking care of mm-hmm. yourself so really I think starting early yeah. even if you don't have pain because maybe you have great ergonomics and you don't have a lot of pain do it yeah 
And two, it doesn't I mean, mean it's frequent. even if you don't have as much time as you would like to go to the chiropractor or you don't have the finances to do it, simple things like stretching during the day, like going to the doorway and, you mm-hmm. know, stretching your back the opposite direction of, you know, hunching over mm-hmm. and, like, doing, the you know, your elbows on the wall to, like, extend your neck. And the neck stretches, you can look them up there. You know, you stand up against the wall and do your neck stretches. Like, you, while you're waiting on the doctor, you know, step out and do a couple stretches. Like, mm-hmm. you'd be amazed at how big of a difference that can make, too. And like, just keeping a tennis ball, you can do it on yeah. your feet. Like, if you're sitting, like, if you don't have shoes on or put it in between your back or uh-huh. you want on the wall, like... Even your hand muscles, because it's mm-hmm. hygienist, like, I don't know about y'all, but my hands will, like, sometimes you'll overextend mm-hmm. it if you got, like, real hard scaling and you're not paying attention, and next thing you know, you know you've, like, pulled a muscle in it, so. Your hand's numb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're you're like, like, wait a minute. Have you ever got a cramp when you're scaling? Like, I've got a cramp, and then I, I literally can't move it, and I don't want the patient to see, so, like, uh-huh. I'd be, like, trying to sit the sensor <laughs> down and, like, bring it over here, and, like, <laughs> Everything's great. We're all good. How are you doing? Uh, I was going to give your jaw a little break uh-huh, when really right. I'm just like just getting have my a finger. Little rest. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. So just go ahead. Do the things now. <laughs> if you're young, especially, start early. Definitely. So you don't feel bad later on down the road. And then it's a little bit more expensive, but also, and maybe not as to me, I don't have to have it as often as the chiropractor. I go there weekly. Mm-hmm. But a massage. Oh. Once every month or two. I mean, right. full body from your, we are talked about how it goes from your neck all the way down to your uh, feet, like in your head, like your hands. Yes. Like just spend oh. the time and get a massage, like work that out. Yeah. And then go to the chiropractor. That's also, you go to the chiropractor right after. You yes. always get the best adjustments if you get, if you get your <laughs> massage and then go. That is so true. And let's just face it. Like I'll go home and I'll ask my husband, I'll be like, will you please rub my shoulder? So they'll bother me. And he's like. And I'm like, okay, can you like get the get in there? Get and in it. It's just never the same. Just go pay somebody to do it. <laughs> exactly. Just pay. They have they have like those monthly memberships. I think yes. that was one of those things that we talked about before. Like use it. Yes. And they and build even, up. Even if you miss one, like just yes. freaking keep it for later. Okay. I don't know you people who live in Newton, Georgia, with us. I went over to Joy Massage, and the guy Michael over there, he like it's the hardest massage I had ever had. It hurts so good, and he was doing just like my shoulders and my back and my neck, and I was like. Oh, my God, it was so good. And I told Jack. He was there and had some lady. And I was like, Michael was the, like, hardest massage I've ever had. And it hurt, but it was awesome. It, I know, me too. That's and how so I feel, too, when I'm He done. stayed, and we paid for him to go to Michael for another 30 minutes. He was like, you're right. That was good. And I was like, <laughs> I know. And, you know, they're a lot less expensive over there because really? it's not. Yes. Where is this? It's called um, Joy uh, Massage. It's, um. I think it's kind of like more Thomas Crossroads area. I'll have to look it up. But um, yes, you can just go in there and do like a 30 minute like shoulder massage or like you can do an hour if you want, but they have different little things you can do. Um, Or you can just get a foot massage if you want. Like it's awesome. My mom and my sister and me go for like a little girl's day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely use that. And you're right. It is funny how you're like, they're like, does that hurt? And you're like, yeah, don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know when you're done, like I always know it's a good massage and I'm done and I feel like I'm going to have a bruise on my back where they're like really getting in between my shoulders. I'm like, yes. I know. I'm like, I don't want anybody petting me. I'm like, yeah, this is therapeutic massage. I don't want you to just pet me. Like it's not doing anything for me. That's all my mom is though. She wants the lightest massage. I'm like, I used to be like that. When I first started getting massages, I was a real wimp. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that hurt. 
words, but now I'm like, just breathe through it on them because at the end, it's going to be so well worth it. It's worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's so worth it. So, so use those things, like literally get you a massage, mm -hmm. get you, you know, go to the chiropractor. You may not have to do it every week like I was going or every other week, but, you know, do it regularly. regularly. And just, you know, you start to know when your body gets tired. Yeah. Like when you mentally get tired and you physically get tired, you can start to feel it. Yes. And I think that brings me to like the mental part of it mm -hmm. because we've talked a lot about how to take care of your, you know, your physical, physical health. Yeah. But your to me, hygiene, the mental capacity it takes is way more than the physical. Oh yeah. And physical's hard. Yeah. Let me I mean like it's hard. But yeah. like the mental is so different because you're working with a ton of different personalities, not only just mm -hmm. in your office. But we see people every day. Yep. And let's just face it, they don't like coming to the dentist. They do not. So, I mean, I'd be rich if I could count, like, if I could, like, <sighs> charge a dime for every time someone told me they don't like the dentist. Mm -hmm. Like, I would I even have to go to work. Like, okay, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> like, I'm not even, like, I would be so rich by now. So, you have to deal with those emotions. And so, you're just, like, mentally on all day. You know, like, mm -hmm. you never get a chance. Maybe, like, 30-minute break or when you go to the bathroom just to be like okay I don't like anybody right now but then you walk out and you're like okay everybody's having a great day you know like how are you I'm so glad you're here oh, right. even though you're the hardest patient that I have all day you know like uh -huh. so taking care of your mental health is just as important so mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to go home and not talk to anybody for a while that's right and sometimes you, if you're, and some other people need that person to talk to too like mm -hmm. we were saying it depends on your temperaments and all those things right so just depends on who you are and what you need. Yeah. And I mean, I think sometimes too, because I feel like once you can voice your frustrations, um, it almost helps you to let them go instead of like holding on to them. And I feel like therapy is one of those things we had talked about, mm -hmm. like just going to a counselor, even if it's just work related frustrations, because it's a, a third party that you can talk to, they can teach you how to like, you know, manage those instead of, you know, talking to your best friend at work about it and then you know coming across as like someone who's creating drama or you know stirring up things and I think the longer you hold on to stuff the more frustration builds and then you point mm -hmm. out more things that are frustrating and then you just become unhappy in your job in general and let's just face it all jobs have challenges all offices have challenges and um it is something you have to learn to work through and deal with yeah yeah, and don't be afraid. Like, everybody thinks therapy is, like, a big, bad, yeah. like, word, and it's not. Like, no. I have been to therapy in the past, and it's just someone to listen to you. Absolutely. Like, they're non-biased. They don't have to. Mm -hmm. you. They just listen to you talk, and then they can yep. give you ways to cope with things that you're doing that nobody else would think of. And they're also yep. coming from outside of a situation. So if you mm -hmm. are having issues in the office, they might be able to, like, point you in the right – like, they're going to be able to point you in the right direction of things. Absolutely. So – don't be afraid. Don't think it's a big bad no. therapy word. Take care of your mental health. Like yes. it is a real thing. Oh, it's so real, don't especially be, in the dental field. Yes, and don't be ashamed if there's medications that need to go with it. Like mental health is no different than diabetes, than mm -hmm. you know, than heart disease. Like if you have a condition and you it's a need chemical to treat imbalance it, in your brain, like take care of yourself. Yeah. So. Don't be ashamed, and I promise you, most of the people next to you are probably taking something for it, too, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it kind of all circles together. If you think about it, you're not eating appropriately during the day. You're not drinking water throughout the day. You're emotionally stressed. You're physically stressed, and you're not taking care of all these things. 
you're going to wind up in a bad state. Like, you know, you're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel depleted. You're going to feel like you maybe don't want to do tomorrow because mm-hmm. of all these things. So sometimes the therapy is kind of a first step, and then you get on your medications, and then you start to feel good enough to start taking better care of yourself physically, and then all of that can come get you back to a good baseline. And then you could maybe scale back on some of that, but you have to take the appropriate steps. Like when you know you're not yourself, it's totally fine. It happens to all of us. Yep. You know, go and take care of it. Yeah. yeah I'll be glad you did. And then I think lastly, you just want to find friends. Like yeah. it's great having my best friend as like not just like my work partner, but also somebody who does the same thing I do every yeah. day. Um, and we can talk about it and I can talk to Chad about it all day and he'll listen to me and like, he knows everybody at work by name too. You know, if he's ever met him, (laughs) he'll be like, who is that? Oh yeah. You know, cause Uh you talk it out, but it's just different when you talk to somebody who does this thing every day, the same thing you do. So find you a mentor, find you a friend, find you another hygienist that you can just like, if you have a bad day, you can tell them what's going on, and they can just listen and be like, you know what? I understand. Uh-huh. And sometimes you just be like, yeah, she understands. Yeah. You just need somebody to say, yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I would say also, though, just like a word to the wise, like, be careful who you choose to be that person because mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's not a good idea to choose someone in your office. I yeah, feel I like that, that happens too. a lot, um, you know, because – they may be an awesome person and they may be a good friend, but because you do work together, sometimes it's not the best to, you know, release all your frustrations on them mm-hmm. because then it can kind of become a little like clicky, clicky and, uh, you know, people will start to feel that vibe. So I would say choose a confident, confident person like outside of your particular office. Yeah. And even if they have the best intentions, they may like right. say something and then at one, it becomes drama in the office. And yeah. You were just really just venting, and then everybody takes this drama, and you've been gossiping about other people and talking about yeah. other people, and you don't mean for it to be that way, but it can come off that way. Right. So I think it's really good, you know, pointing out that it probably should be somebody who's not in your office. Yeah. You know, while hygiene is a big world, it's also very small, yes. so there's plenty of people around you who... Mm-hmm you know, are doing it that aren't in your office. So, and if if you don't have one, honestly, like if you're new to an area or you're just like new to hygiene and you really don't feel like you know that many people, then there's so many like Facebook groups and Mm -hmm. things like you can find people on there. And sometimes people go in there and like they share things and do stuff on those, you know, there's other places to find somebody. It may not be someone that you're like going to go out to coffee with, but it may be someone that you can talk through. Like you can put a situation on a Facebook messenger group and like talk to people about it right so just you know take care of yourself you yeah. know mentally and physically take care of yourself yeah. and then I had like one last note as far as that mentorship goes I when I think of a mentor I think of like a positive encouraging person who can help you deal with those challenges don't um let yourself fall into the trap of someone who's also in that same um kind of downward place and then y'all feed off of each other's negativity and it Mm -hmm. takes you down to a more negative area if you're feeling in a negative place try to confide in someone who maybe has been through that but has come through it and it's in a better place Mm -hmm. so they can walk you through it and 
out of it. You know, a lot of the times if you start feeding on that negativity, then you wind up in that bad place for way too long and you kind of get bitter and it's just not good for anybody. So just yeah. be cautious of that. I mean, obviously it's great to vent and obviously you can understand, but you just have to be careful in the balance of yeah. that scale. That you're venting, but you're not having a bad attitude and bringing yeah. yourself further down by doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Those are all good points. Yeah. Look at us. I know. Woo-hoo. Awesome. So smart. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh, It was, you know, as you can tell, self and mental health care, like, so important to Paige and I. So if you don't have somebody that you feel like you can talk to, if you don't feel like you've been been hygiene a long time, or maybe you have, and you just don't feel like you have confidence people to talk to or... You know, something that we said, you're like, you know what? She was right. I'm yeah. not taking my, my, you know, care of myself or, you know, I have a lot of things I just need to probably talk to about and not somebody in my office. Like, I know Paige and I both were here yeah. for you. And I know um, we have a bunch of people that want to be that way, too. So yeah. just, you know, let us know. You know, reach out to us privately. We're not going to, yeah. like you know share your per any of your personal no. information on our page but we want you to, like we've always said we want you to be involved in dental hygiene development you know we want you to post and yeah. like and comment on all of our things but if it's something private and you just need some support yeah. like don't feel like ashamed to reach out yeah. to us on that we are not good like i said we're not going to yes. share your personal stuff well, and you can reach I mean, out to us separately or together yeah. either way i'll say as an enneagram eight and an enneagram two like i feel like we both thrive in that like uh-huh. i'm a helper like that's literally the title of my Enneagram 2 is the helper. Yeah. But you also, as an Enneagram 8, like, you are really big about growth. Yeah. And so I think we want you guys to know that we're not just two people on the other side of the screen. Like, we are real human beings, and we are here for you and to mm-hmm. support you, you know, in your career. So we and want And we've probably you, at least both been through something absolutely. that you're going through. Absolutely. Um, reach out to us you know and like she said it can be you know private and just personal between us but yeah we are here to help you so yeah absolutely well thank you guys we hope to see your see you or for you to listen to us again on the 15th have a great day thanks Bye. bye